Hello, welcome to this episode of the Howl and Blossom podcast. My name's Sean, creator and founder of the project, and today I want to talk to you about success, or rather about what we conceive success to be in our society. I saw this post on Facebook recently, which I thought was brilliant. It's a quote attributed to Heath Ledger, and it says, Everyone you meet, always asks if you have a career, are married or own a house, as if life was some kind of grocery list. But no one ever asks if you are happy. I think that's really poignant because it's true. When I meet somebody, it's really difficult not to ask them what they do for their job. It's the natural thing that comes out of your mouth. But really, I don't actually care about your job. If you hate it, I don't want to have a conversation with you about that. I want to know what you do, so what you enjoy doing, what brings you joy, what you like occupying yourself with, what's your occupation. I want to know if you're happy, and if you're not, I want to know what we can do about that. What small changes can you start to make to bring more joy into your life? It's a process, it's a practice, and it's absolutely achievable, and it's the whole point of everything. Society's checklist or grocery list is not necessarily what's going to make you happy or bring you joy. We're here for a finite amount of time, and really, our primary aim should not be getting married, buying a house, and having a career. It should be chasing joy creating joy, spreading joy. Your job is of no interest to me. Your paycheck is of no interest to me. What lights you up is of interest to me. Because when you're all lit up, the world is that little bit brighter. And if we all concentrated on making ourselves that little bit brighter and chasing our own joy, then the whole world would be happier as a result but it's difficult right so when you meet somebody I just I personally don't have the language and I've thought about this a lot so if you have the language please let me know how you can start a conversation with somebody for the first time that doesn't start with what you do meaning what's your job what's your career and I think a lot of that is down to the fact that we attribute success to certain kinds of careers what your what your career path looks like, how much money you earn, what kind of job you have, whether you're married or not, or in a relationship at all, whether you own a house. All of those things are our external markers of success. When really our marker, our external markers for success should not be so fixed. They should be something that's a little bit more around joy and happiness and fulfillment and how we feel rather than what we have because if you've ever strived for something like one of those things and got there so you had a career goal and you got there you feel well my experience for sure was that you feel fulfilled for a very brief amount of time you think I did it I aimed for it I got it great but it isn't the end of the story Moreover, what does that mean for people that 
you know, if our if our markers for success are just a high paying office job with a fancy title, if we're all aiming for something as grey as and bland as that, then what about the people that don't get there? What about the people that don't want that? What about the people that don't find that at all fulfilling? It's bizarre. It's kind of like you should be aiming for these things. You should be aiming for getting married, buying a house, even if that's not the thing that makes you happy, because otherwise society doesn't deem you successful. I have another quote. I love a quote. (laughs) Um, This one's from Pelé. He says, success is no accident. It's hard work, perseverance, learning, studying, sacrifice, and most of all, love of what you're doing and I think he's only half right I think most of all love of what you're doing is it that is the be all and end all of everything if you are a big man or woman and you love what you do you love the lifestyle it affords you you love getting up at that time of day and I can absolutely understand why because that silly o'clock in the morning time is beautiful. If that lights you up and you get to finish work in time to pick your kids up from school and that's what makes you happy, then that is success. I don't care whether you had to work hard, there was perseverance, learning, studying and sacrifice involved. That's none of my business and essentially doesn't add up to happiness. Anyway, but it's the antithesis of happiness in my, for me, in my experience. I don't find sacrifice, I don't think anyone finds sacrifice particularly enjoyable. I understand that sometimes to get where you want to go, you do need to work hard, persevere, learn, study and sacrifice. For me, learning and studying is enjoyable. For somebody else, it might not be. And really, it is just about doing what you love, love of what you're doing. We have this real obsession in our society with hard work equaling success and I just don't believe it. I think you need to have self-belief and you need to love what you're doing and of course you need to work in order to get there but it doesn't need to be hard. We seem to think that if you don't work hard for something you don't deserve it And it is such an odd equation to me that you have to sacrifice and work hard for so many years before you can enjoy your life when life is so fragile and so precious and so finite that it can be taken away at any moment, at any age, at any time. And if you've spent most of your time sacrificing and working hard, and you're yet to enjoy any of the rewards of that, well, what's the point? Your life could be taken away from you before you get there. So many people live for the weekend. I I kind of get it, because it seems like a short-term thing, but, I mean, what about Wednesday? (laughs) Why can't Wednesday be fun? The same as people waiting to retire. I can't wait to retire. What about now? What about the years and years you've got to wait before you retire? 
you need to enjoy them now and I think because we have this so deeply ingrained in our society I'm guilty of it as well this hard work and sacrifice equals success it's the most bizarre equation to me but it's so deeply ingrained and because we're measuring success generally as CEO or as close as you can get it of a corporate company we're missing so much joy and so we're kind of missing the point I love this quote that's attributed to Albert Einstein that says everybody is a genius but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid that's so powerful and that's really speaking to the idea that everybody is good at something everybody is a genius at something our education system trains us to believe that we have to be good at everything that our we have to be across the board good at everything so we need i understand that our education system is giving us a baseline for life in terms of English, maths and science. I understand that that's what they're aiming for. But when you do your GCSEs, for example, you do nine subjects or something. Of those nine subjects, there are going to be such a huge, vast array of skills in those subjects. And if you're lucky, your genius gets celebrated. The things you're good at, the things you're naturally good at that you don't have to work hard at, that are just something that's naturally a talent for you, are celebrated. But on the other hand, if you're not naturally gifted at something, you're told you have to work harder to be better at the thing that you're not naturally good at, which is insanity. I, I just don't think it's helpful at all. You're a genius at something. You might not know what it is yet because you spent your whole life being told you have to work hard. Try and think about the thing that is easy for you. The thing that you do naturally that everyone else kind of goes to, how do you do that? And you go, I don't know. Or you go, I just watched a YouTube tutorial one time and I'm just really good at it. Whereas I might sit there and watch that YouTube tutorial and still not be able to do it the 500th time of trying. I'd be wasting my time and my effort in trying to learn that skill that I am not naturally gifted at when I have my own natural gifts and my own natural genius that I could be nurturing and I could be becoming an expert in that thing. And it wouldn't be hard because it would be my natural talent and my contribution to the world would be becoming an expert at that thing while someone else is doing the thing that I would have taken 500 tries to do. And they're doing it a thousand times better than me on the first go. We don't need 8 billion people trying to do everything perfectly. We need 8 billion people finding what it is that makes them happy, finding what it is that they're naturally talented at, what their genius is, and doing that and enjoying their life and not working hard at something that doesn't bring them joy. And I I should be clear about the working hard thing. Hard work, saying hard work to me, means that you're not enjoying it. 
I can work 11 hours a day on something that I enjoy and I would not describe it as hard work. If you got me to work 11 hours a day on something that I'm not good at, that I don't enjoy, then it would be hard work. It's not the time that you put in, it's the feeling that you have whilst you're doing it. So to me, hard work is a feeling and I I don't need it. I don't want it. It doesn't mean that I'm not putting the effort in, that I'm not showing up, that I'm not putting the time in, that I'm not practising, because I am. Because whilst you're naturally talented at something, if you practice, you're going to be even better at it. But it's enjoying that practice. It's not a slog. And that's the difference to me. And we seem to have this idea that because life is a grocery list, right, If we tick off the things on that list, we're then going to be happy. But it doesn't work like that. You know it doesn't work like that because I'm sure you've had your list and you've ticked some of the things off and you thought, oh, that wasn't quite worth the effort or it was really hard to get that and I actually don't feel any better for it. And that's okay because that's a lesson that we all have to learn. But it's not the point. That's not what we're here for. That's that's not what I want to spend all of my time doing. I love this quote from Winston Churchill. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And I love that because when you approach life as a tick box grocery list exercise and you get you have your wedding, so you're married. You get your career and you get to a point where you think, yeah, socially, I earn enough money, uh, I'm deemed successful. Tick. You get your, your mortgage and your house. Tick. It's, that's not it. You can You can achieve all of those things by 25 if you want. You find someone that wants to sign a marriage certificate with you, you're married. That's not the point of marriage. It's not, that's not it. Life doesn't stop just because you've achieved your tick box. And where he says success is not final, not only does life not stop once you've achieved that tick box, it can also be revoked, right? It's not permanent. Nothing in life is permanent. Everything is temporary. And that is beautiful because it means when you're happy, you can value it that bit more. And when you're sad, you know eventually you'll get through the other side of it. Everything is temporary. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. Just because you failed, it's not the end of the world. That's a whole other episode because I love talking about failure. He says it's the courage to continue that counts. And really, that is a marker of success. Happiness. But having the courage to continue because nothing is, nothing is permanent. You can achieve happiness, but you have to keep that practice up. You have to keep whatever it is that makes you happy. You have to keep doing it in the same way that, you know, to maintain a healthy body, you have to keep eating the vegetables. You can't just do it one time and that's it, final. You have to keep exercising. You have to keep up with those healthy mental habits. You have to keep training your brain. It's a it's continual process throughout the whole of your life and having the courage to continue even when your chips are down that's success 
it's not reaching you know having your marriage certificate it's keeping that marriage alive it's not just getting it signed on that piece of paper it's making sure you tend to your relationship in the same way as your career in the same way as anything you have to keep tending to it your mortgage you might get it signed off but you've got to keep paying it haven't you <laughs> all of that kind of stuff is success is not final failure is not fatal it's the courage to continue that counts so again I'm not interested in your grocery list. I don't want to know what your career is unless it really lights you up. All I want to have a conversation with you about is the things that make you alive, make you feel happy, make you feel fulfilled, make you feel successful in that way from the inside. It's an inside job. It's not an external marker. Because if we were all aiming for that same thing, we wouldn't function as a society anyway. And that's not the point. We're all here to do our bit, to work on our own genius, to work on our own natural talent. And if everyone did that, we'd make a great team. I know what I'm not good at. When I look at creating a team to do a project, I know the things that I'm not likely to be able to do or enjoy doing. And so I don't make myself do them because it's a waste of time. If I want to build a spreadsheet, I absolutely can sit there and work out how to build a spreadsheet the way that I need it to be built. I can use Google, I can use YouTube, I can do it, but I will not enjoy that process. It will not be as good as it would be if I gave it to somebody whose genius is spreadsheets and it will take me an untold amount of time where it will take them a fraction of that time. Why do you try and do everything yourself? You don't have to. It doesn't make you more successful. It just wastes your time and takes away those moments of happiness that you could be curating instead. Success is not about what you have. It's about who you are. It's about how you feel. I'm not interested about what you have. I'm not interested in your salary. I'm interested in how you feel. Are you happy? Does it light you up? Because I think you're doing life right if you're fulfilled. You don't have to be happy all the time. That's that's not what I mean. That's not achievable either. And it wouldn't be healthy. But as long as you're constantly practicing and you're feeling good, then you're successful. I think we need to reframe how we think of success. I've achieved a lot more having reframed what I think success is than I did when I spent the best part of my 20s tick boxing on my grocery list for life saying yep I've got the relationship yep I've got you know I've moved out I'm working towards the mortgage I'm going up the career ladder I'm gonna get promoted and all of this in a, in a career I was not enjoying in a relationship that didn't suit me and I I just was not happy but my grocery list and my check boxes were getting checked off and a lot of people would say that I was a success from those external markers but my internal marker told me that I wasn't that this is not what life is about and that I couldn't do it anymore so I started over I had the courage to continue I hope you find the courage to continue I hope you find the courage to change your life if you're not happy and I'd love to hear your story and if you're not sure how to find what you're genius at start with 
personality tests. That's how I started. I did, there's a free, it's called 16 Personalities. If you Google it, it's a free version of Myers-Briggs, which is very famous. And it starts to tell you about yourself and your personality type and what you're good at and what you're not so good at. And so you can start to really do that internal investigation with tools like that that will help you understand what your strengths are. Strength Finder 2.0 is another one that I love and and Belbin as well. And I love them because they focus on what you're good at and they leave the rest. And it doesn't it doesn't matter that you're not good at everything. Belbin focuses on what you're good at. It says there are nine characteristics of a team that you need to be able to carry a project from start to finish and so it focuses on the fact that you'll be good at some aspects of that and not good at other aspects of that and that's okay it focuses on building a team around skill set that are needed to complete the project but it highlights to you how you can't be good at everything and how that's fine Strength Finder, I think there's about 35 different strengths that they identify and they give you your top five. They explain to you what they are, why they're strengths and what other kind of strengths you need to seek out in other people to work well with. It's identifying your genius, telling you how that manifests in the world, how that's a way of contributing and how you can leverage that with someone else who has a different strength to you to create something. And I think that's a really powerful way of thinking of it. Instead of the unconscious way that we've been programmed since school, that we have to be good at all the things. We don't. And actually, we'll be happier. We'll have to work much less hard for what we want if we can lever identify and leverage our strengths and our genius and celebrate that instead of dwelling on the things that we aren't so good at and wasting time working hard to make them better just embrace what your natural genius is and reframe how you feel about success thank you for listening to this episode of the howland blossom podcast my name's sean and you can find out more about me this project our community and our resources over on my website seanpeters.me please subscribe to this podcast and if you'd like to get in touch with me about what you've heard here you can do so using the links in the show notes